Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome again to another edition of Garage Convos. It is your boy, Wayne, on this beautiful Tuesday here in Las Vegas. It's getting a little warmer during the day, but at night it tends to be a little chilly. Man, the summer cannot be coming around the corner. You know, it's going to be March soon. You know, spring is in the air, ladies and gentlemen. So, you know, it's going to get there on that time. So pack up all of your winter clothes and put it in the closet because you probably won't see that for another eight months. Holy Jesus. The year is coming by fast. You know, it's already going to be March and I haven't really accomplished half of what I want to do. But you know what? Got into December, guys. So as I said, pack up those winter clothes and unpack those summer clothes. I just feel it's going to be a little bit hotter or maybe the same like last year. I don't know, but that's what I have a feeling that it's going to be. I'm not really fond of the summer. Like I don't like hot when you know hot winter climates i'm more of the cold guy even though it's you know blistering cold and i'm over here shivering like an icicle but still i like the winter you know i don't like the summer all hot sweaty sticky you know you go outside your house the ac blowing you enter the uh outside it's just so uh gross nasty but the pool season's coming around and i do like the, you know i do like the water so we got the pool ready. We cleaned it out at my brother-in-law Kiyoki's house. So we're getting ready for the summer, guys. Getting ready. So, you know, first, like I start off with an unofficial sponsor. I'm thinking when I ask them this week. But yes, here, unofficial sponsor. If you're looking for a new mod or new liquid for an e-juice, looking for a new RDA, RTA, go down to Vape Street, down to Cater and Flamingo, or look them up on Instagram on Vape Street. They have the best deals for any type of juice mod or RDA, RTA. Oh, man. I love that place. So, coming down to today's episode, not a lot of things happening. But, you know, there's a lot of things that I like I'm going to tell you about. For one, the one thing that I found interesting that I've been following, Steve Wynn, have everybody know who is or was, sorry, was the CEO and founder of Wynn the hotel here in Las Vegas. He has been investigated for a sex allegation, which he did step down, I believe, two weeks ago from his position as CEO and founder of the Wynn Hotel. So he is no longer the CEO of Wynn. He is to be out of that office by March 1st, I believe. So, man, that guy has been in Vegas like through the beginning. Big powerhouse. You know, no, you cannot go to Las Vegas and not know who Steve Wynn is. Like, this guy has been through the ages here in Vegas. Like, to me, he's like one of the last mob bosses of the casino world, the hotel world, you know. Like, this guy was building a new casino somewhere in Boston, somewhere in Massachusetts. And they were just building a, a bike ramp or, like, I guess like a... A freeway for bikes. I don't know. That's what I read. I could be reading it wrong, but that's what they're doing in Boston. He's making a new hotel in Boston, but since the sex allegation is, they're still continuing with the project, but unfortunately not with Steve Wynn. So that's something interesting to know because, you know, as I said, Steve Wynn is a very powerful man. Like, if you knew the things that he does in his hotel, you know, like the security that he has, the people who work for him, this guy is no joke. Like, he is not somebody that you want to mess with. 
like all the stories I heard and the people that I know who used to work for the win, like they will tell you stories, man. Like I heard a story where like a girl was going to be like, like cutting his hair and the guy she was with told him to stay next to him at all times because he had two German shepherds in his office that were very protective and would jump at the opportunity to like literally tear you apart. That's the story I heard. As true as it may sound or not sound, I don't know. I wasn't there. But, you know, another story is like he has like former Navy SEAL operatives for his personal security. Or he has like Green Berets or some type of military, you know, former military guys that are his personal security whenever he goes out to like boxing, uh, boxing competitions or, you know, conventions or when he just goes out of town to go to like uh, Malaysia or something. I don't know. Wherever he's going to go, I heard those are the kind of guys he has on his detail. That's crazy. Like what owner or what casino hotel management team has that sort of, you know, connections? That is crazy. You know, I wonder if Jerry Murin, who's the CEO of, you know, um, MGM International, I wonder if he has that kind of detail. You know, everything's all corporate here in Vegas. Not like back in the day. Here, everything's corporate. Like, I wonder if Jerry Murin, the CEO of MGM, you know, the entire company, has that kind of power. Like, that. that is crazy. But, yeah. So, he was, you know, investigated for a sex allegation with, like, ho- housekeeping and other people. Him telling them what to do and, you know, sexual favors. It's just crazy. Like, guys like Steve Wynn t- goes to show you that you are not the most protected guy. Anything can happen. doesn't matter how powerful you are. You know, just look at Bill Clinton. Monica Lewinsky. Like, oh, my God. World came to an end when they found out that Monica was giving him the, you know, below the desk. Which he did not. I repeat, he did not have any sexual relations with that woman. Bill Clinton is probably the only president that I ever liked. I shook that man's hand when I was a little kid. He came to Hawaii and I shook that man's hand. That's why he is my best friend. Sorry if you guys don't like Bill Clinton, but Bill Clinton will always be my favorite president of the United States. P-O-T-O-S. <laughs> so that's just me, though. So, yeah, Steve Wynn, man. Oh, well. So another guy took his place. I forgot what his name was, but he took his seat as CEO. And let's see what he can do for the Wynn industry. Toss of a coin, you know. Anything could happen. So, yeah, Steve Wynn. My God, a titan. In the Las Vegas era, has fallen. Like to me, when something like that happens, I think of like Troy. You know, I know it's no, you know, wooden horse play, but you know, an empire just falls and crumbles, and a new one will rise from the ashes. That's just what I think when I hear Steve Wynn got booted out of the office. I mean, his stock is still good. You know, the the Wynn stock is still is is growing since his boot out of office but you know the man himself the man who made who designed who created the wind hotel and encore and all these beautiful things in vegas is now like this man invested money in the stadium for the raiders like he put money in there oh my goodness but yeah sad day for the wind industry all right so another interesting news i heard about las vegas is that we are getting our own 
Sumo League or Sumo Wrestling League, which is interesting. I, I heard this on the news. Uh, back when I was a kid, me and my dad, we used to watch sumo wrestling, you know, on on this uh, Chinese or one of those international channels uh, that we get on cable in Hawaii. You know, Akibono, Masashimaru, you know, Kunishiki. All those guys we used to watch back when I was a kid. Now they're having our own here in Vegas. And there are a lot of, I guess, standards they're looking for. Like, you got to be a certain height. You got to be a certain weight. You got to maintain that weight along with conditioning. I just want to know where it is. Where is the league going to be? Is it going to be a casino? Is it going to be somewhere off-site? I don't care. I want to watch. Is there season tickets? I'm going to buy it. So, hopefully, whoever goes, you know, whoever comes to visit in Vegas, or if you live currently in Vegas, if you're just excited to see the sumo wrestling league come down, like, I don't even know what it's officially called. I'm just calling it the sumo wrestling league for some odd reason. But whatever the name is, I want to go and watch. I want season tickets. That's something very interesting that I'm into. Like, there is WWE, and don't get me wrong. I want to watch, you know, I want to go to a show too as well. Like, WWE is having the Elimination Chamber here in Las Vegas. I probably won't go to that because, <laughs> who, who am I kidding? I don't have the funds, you know. But for the Sumo Wrestling League or whatever they're going to call it, I am down to buy season tickets to go watch. Hell, I'll even buy just regular tickets and I'll go every time they're open. I already told my boss that I'm going to go and he has no problem with me going. I mean, it's probably one night out of the week anyway. Probably Saturday. I don't know. Hopefully it's a Saturday. But then that kind of interjects with the UFC fights. It's not like we watch them all anyway, but I'm just saying, like, I don't want to go to a sumo wrestling match and then something that a fight from the UFC is on that I want to watch and, and you know, it, it contemplates. But I am going to watch it. Because I am into sumo wrestling. Another thing is they announced that Las Vegas has their own soccer team. And they have the plaza, which is down downtown Las Vegas. They have the uniforms. And the pants says the plaza on it. Which is pretty interesting. So I don't know if the plaza is sponsoring the team. Or, you know, like their number one sponsor. Or, you know, it's just that's who's coming out of it. I don't know. But, yeah, we have our own soccer team. Las Vegas is growing. Like, I've been here for about six years now. And the, the past six years, Las Vegas has been doing a lot of things. Like, we got our own hockey team. The hockey team, the Golden Knights, are doing phenomenal for their first year. Like, they're they're up for the Stanley Cup. Like, this is a team that made a second-rate hockey players, maybe third-rate hockey players, and two first-rate hockey players. The leading scorer is going to get traded to a very good team. That's what I heard. I'm not following the Golden Knights. I'm a Pittsburgh Penguin hockey, you know, fan. But the Golden Knights, like, they're dominating. They have, like, what? I don't know how many losses, but they have more losses than wins. Like, like, like the Eagles, probably. The Eagles' numbers. That's how much wins and losses they have. Which is incredible for a second, third-rate team. You know, players from a third, second, third-rate player kind of point of view, sorry. You know, for them to go from a brand-new team, and you don't really expect brand-new teams to even make it this far into the you know hockey league. But they're doing phenomenal. So we got a hockey league. I mean, we have a hockey team. We have a soccer team. We're about to get the Oakland Raiders. They're going to be called the Las Vegas Raiders. Like, we're building their own stadium. We're building a training facility by the airport. Las Vegas is just doing it up here. 
I'm waiting for Hawaii to have something pro. I know we're not the biggest state, but still, like, I, if Las Vegas can get their own hockey and soccer team, I'm thinking Hawaii can get their own pro, uh, professional football team, a pro hockey team. A pro, uh, I mean, Hawaii doesn't have ice. I understand. It's a tropical place. But anything's possible these days. We have a pro basketball team, pro soccer team, pro volleyball team. You know, yeah, we have college, you know, the UH Warriors, basketball, football, volleyball. But... Could we have like a pro Hawaii football or some type of sport? Hell, give us baseball. We're big on baseball too. I think Hawaii is like the only state to me, to me now. I'm not speaking for everybody. I'm just saying to me. I think Hawaii is like the multicultural sport state in the U.S. Because we're into baseball. We're into soccer. We're into basketball. We're into, we are definitely into football. That's That's a no-brainer. You know, we're into swimming, water polo, golf. Golf is another big thing in Hawaii. You know, probably the only thing I haven't heard is ever doing is cricket, croquet, lacrosse, all the, you know, all the international, not, well, maybe not international, but maybe all of the, the UK side of things. That's just me, though. That's just what I'm saying. So, like... Give us a pro team, Hawaii. Come on, Hawaii. Give us a pro team. Something. Something. I mean, if power walking is an Olympic sport, give us a pro team. Give us a pro team. Speaking of Hawaii, so recently we had the Great Aloha Run. Uh, I forgot how many years we've been doing it. But, yes, the annual Great Aloha Run in Hawaii was this weekend or past weekend. Great turnout again, as always. A lot of my friends doing it. Um, it's a very contributional thing. So if you didn't go this year and you're listening to this podcast, please join up next year, the Great Holoho Run in Hawaii for next year. It's a great thing. It's a great, you know, contribution and everything just it's just awesome. I've done the Aloha Run once in my life. You can either run or walk. It's actually a pretty cool experience. And if I could go back, I probably would, but unfortunately, you know. Can't really just buy a plane ticket and fly there for three days and come back one day to catch up with friends, the next day to actually do the event, and third day to rest. You know, that's a lot of money. So, but yeah, so a great load run was this weekend in Hawaii. And, you know, the experience that I'm talking about is whether you walk it, you power walk it, or you run it, it's not about finishing that matters. Okay, to me, finishing is not what it matters. It's just you actually attempting and crossing that line when you finish, no matter how long it takes you. It just feels like a sort of an accomplishment that you actually, you know, were able to do a lot of physical activities. Like whether you train for it or, you know, you just want to do it, it's just the accomplishment. You feel, a, you know, a, an extreme accomplishment on doing it. So that's just me and how I feel about the Great Lowell Run in Hawaii. Please, seriously, experience it. Go to Hawaii. If you live in Hawaii, do it. Just try it out. Ask people who've actually done it. They'll tell you it feels amazing. feels great. You know, it's better than, you know, those Olympic sports. I mean, yeah, that's a great accomplishment. If you, if, if you join the Olympics and you train your ass off for all that and you actually get a gold, silver, or bronze, hell, I don't even care if you get a bronze. You get a bronze, you're, you are still... A winner to me because you did it 
you did. I know third place isn't that great. Like everybody wants to go, but just to get a bronze in the Olympics, how many people can say that? How many people can live their life and say, yeah, I got a bronze in the Olympics for, mm, for the hundred yard dash. You know, how many people can say that? Not a lot. That's like saying I'm a, I'm going to be an astronaut. You train a long time, you could get there, but you know, you got to train all your life for that kind of stuff. Like, a lot of people have done that. I've met a couple Olympians in wrestling. Stephen Abbas, you know, Sarah McMahon. Like, real awesome Olympians. It's not that easy. I'll tell you that. Did four years of wrestling. It wasn't easy. So you imagine these people training from when they were a little kid all the way till now. It's like life and dedication. You know, it's like the mid-theory. Motivation, inspiration, dedication. You live up to those three, you can accomplish anything. And these people have done more than just the mid-theory. You know, they put all their time, all their effort, all their concentration. Like, their life is in the Olympic sports. So, you know, before you criticize somebody on what they do, think about what they had to do to get there. That's just me. So, please experience the Great Lower Run. See how you guys think about it. You know, see how you feel about it. I bet you you'll feel great. I feel great. I never thought I'd ever do that in my life. Did it once. On my own. No bet. No pressure. Just, I'm going to do it. Uh, speaking of sports, one more thing before before this show comes to a conclusion. For you know, Since football is over, what is the next sport everybody's into now? Because to me, football was everything. Now that football is over, yeah, sure, there's basketball, there's hockey, Soccer's coming up, tennis is coming up, golf is coming up, you know, baseball. What is the next sport you do after football season? For me, it was always just football, then I just play my video games until next season. But everybody's telling me I should get into a secondary sport. Basketball, my you know, my, my team for basketball in the NBA is the Dallas Mavericks. I am a big Mark Cuban fan. My entrepreneur idol, I'm trying to learn from him. I'm reading up on articles, listening to his seminars, everything possible to get my feet off the ground to start my company. But that's another story. Um, but yeah, you know, for any other sports, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steelers for football, Pittsburgh Penguins for hockey, Panthers for college. You know, what is there else to watch? I mean, I'm not really into basketball because. I know the sport is just not really entertaining to me. Soccer, I, I don't like soccer. I know a lot of people love soccer. I, my sister, for one, loves soccer. She's done soccer her whole life. And so she got both her ACOs out of commission and she had to get surgery. You know, love her to death. Big, huge soccer fan. You know, baseball, you know, Pittsburgh Pirates. Maybe I should just watch baseball. Settled. Gravel, whatever, gravel, gobble, whatever, you know, the judge mallet sentence. Baseball, right after football is baseball. But does that not in intervene with football season? I, I feel like it does intervene with football season just a little. I don't know. So, I mean, whatever you guys are into, you know, whether it's just straight fanism or betting. I want to know how betting is for baseball and basketball. Maybe I should just do that. I just started learning how to do bets for basketball and baseball. I heard the turnout and the payout 
are a little easier than football. I don't know. I'm going to learn. There you go. I'm gonna, there that 2018 goal right here. Learning how to bet for basketball and baseball season. And maybe that would just encourage me to watch more because money's involved. Is that bad? In order to watch a sport, you have to bet? It's not like football. I mean, I don't bet for football, but my teams are playing. You know, Pittsburgh Steelers all the way. But is that bad? I feel like that's bad. Nah. It can't be that bad. I mean, yeah, you're only spending $20 to have a team win, and your payout's going to be like $200. I don't know. But that's just me. Uh, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you're having a wonderful, beautiful Tuesday. And I'll see you guys here next week, Tuesday, for another episode of Garage Convos. This is your boy, signing out.